Hola, and welcome to another episode of the Latina CEO Identity Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, and today I'm coming to you live all the way from Madrid, España. The last month has been absolutely so freaking dreamy, and I'm just so grateful that I've gotten to experience what it feels like to take a whole month off my coaching business and to set this example for my clients as a standard of what is available to them when they start their coaching businesses and grow their businesses, no matter what type of business or entrepreneur you are, really normalizing that your business is not going to fall apart if you decide to take a month off your business. Of course, there are things that you can do to support you to make this happen. And that'll be a total different episode. But today I'm just sitting in so much gratitude over just the fact that I was able to take this month off. And I'm so excited to be sharing more of those lessons with you all throughout the show in different episodes. But today I'm going to be diving into the concept of how starting your business can be very sustainable and it can be very, very simple. Oftentimes I see with potential clients that I meet with in consultation calls, we really explore why it feels like starting a coaching business can come with a lot of fear of failure and fear of your business not being sustainable. So here is what I want you to know. And in this episode, we're going to dive into all of the things you need to know that you actually need to create a sustainable business that is very simple, that allows you to rest, to take a month off during the year, even two, if you plan for that, right? And if that's what you desire, it is very possible. And I experimented with that this year with deciding to spend my summer in Europe. And over the last month, I spent a week in Barcelona. I spent a week in Italy and I stayed some time in Rome and in Florence. And then I spent another week in Paris and now I'm here in Madrid, right? So the fact that I was able to do this with little to no work, really just a few clicks here and there to give deliverables to my team, that was all. And I must also disclose that currently, as I decided to take this month off, I actually only had one team member, which was my podcast manager, who is amazing, by the way, you know, who helps me bring these episodes to you every week. But a lot of the pre-work, a lot of the work for um, me taking that month off was really me planning ahead. So again, I'm not going to be diving deeper into how I prepared. I think I'll leave that for a different episode, but it was important to mention for the sake of introducing this episode to you today. Because I was also able to take this month off and travel all of Europe because I created a sustainable and very simple business. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first-generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi-six-figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode. If you listen to the show, you are probably here because 
somewhere in you, you have had a calling to be an entrepreneur, start a business, start a coaching business, expand your private practice. If you are here week by week listening and so much of my content of this show really resonates with you, you probably in some way, shape or form have been sitting with the idea of becoming an entrepreneur or starting your business or your coaching business. Very often, one of the biggest fears that I see come up with a potential clients again is that they are afraid of creating a business and not being able to sustain it, right? And I first of all want to normalize this because when we are working in a nine to five, when we have a traditional W 2, a lot of the work that we do is be trained, right? To see our employment as something that is sustainable. It's a steady paycheck that we get every single month or bi-weekly, whatever that looks like, right? You already have your projected income for the year. And so of course that when you are switching over to an entrepreneurship mindset, this fear that is just uncertainty and like not knowing because it's something you've never done before might be really loud for you. It might be that that fear of failure and fear of not being able to sustain it is actually really keeping you from just taking the leap and getting started. And it's important that if this is resonating for you and you know that you've been thinking about coaching, you've been thinking about starting, but you're asking yourself all these questions of, do I have what it takes? Can I sustain a business? Am I an expert, right? If you're having these thoughts, I want you to just normalize that they are very, very normal. And I also want you to let yourself explore as you listen to today's episode. I want you to put aside the doubts. I want you to put aside the fears and the fear of failing and really sit with the possibility of what creating and starting a simple, sustainable business can look like. So you might be sitting with this idea of getting started and you might be having this thought of what if I start and then I can't sustain my coaching business? That, my friend, is called fear of failure. And as first gen daughter of immigrants, I know the fear very freaking well, okay? You are talking to someone that experiences it very freaking often as I identify as a high achieving and very ambitious Latina as you probably do as well, right? So listen, we could sit here and think of all of the reasons why things wouldn't work out for someone like us, someone like you, someone like me, but that's not who we are. That's not who you are. You are resilient. You make great decisions. Think about all of the things that you've ever done that you once upon a time were so afraid to lean into. Those things you're already on the other side of. You have overcome that fear of failure. So many of you that listen to the show probably have a higher education and or have some kind of for, of training that you were a part of. Regardless of the industry that you are in or that you've worked for in your professional background, but you once upon a time when you started also doubted if you would be able to sustain that career, if you would be able to get the salary increase, move up in your position, right? And move up in your employment. And so I just want you to see that as evidence. Everything that you've created till this point is evidence that you're capable, right? You just have to decide to start. So I want you to remember how resilient you are. I want you to remind yourself that you make great decisions, right? 
And instead of asking yourself, what if I start my business and I can't sustain it? I want you to shift out of that question. And instead, I offer that you ask yourself, how will I sustain it? And you see the difference between both questions, right? One, what if I start it and then I can't sustain it? That is full of doubt. It's full of shame and it's full of just uncertainty. But when you instead ask yourself the question of how will I sustain my business when I start it, that is full of possibility. Then you can start thinking about solutions. Then you can get creative. This second question, that question of how will I sustain my business when I start it, fills you with empowerment. It fills you with possibility, with hope, and it empowers you to actually move in the direction that you want to move into. And so what I have also learned since building a soon-to-be half a million dollar coaching company is that the only way you will ever create sustainability is by taking action and actually starting. So today in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five things that you actually need to start and build and grow a sustainable business based on my three years of experience in being a self-taught entrepreneur, self-led entrepreneur, and heart-centered entrepreneur that is really making entrepreneurship and coaching a career from a heart-centered place for deep, deep impact in our community. And so five things that you actually need to sustain your business. Let's break them down one by one. Number one, the number one thing that you need is a plan of action. You want to have a plan of action. You want to start using your time on income producing activities. What does this look like? When we get started, if you identify with being a new stage entrepreneur, you know that, you know, we want to do all the things, right? We think we need a website. We think we need pretty marketing. We think we need all of the pretty things um, that we need a license, that we need a certification, that we need to learn more information and do more knowledge acquisition for us to feel capable and worthy and just like competent in the work that we're doing as entrepreneurs, right? And so when you think all these things, you're really procrastinating proactively. What does that mean? It means that you are, yeah, taking action. You are maybe creating pretty posts on Canva. Maybe you're spending time scrolling on Instagram, looking for ideas and creativity and inspiration, but you're not necessarily creating or taking action on income producing activities, which could look like you really using up your time and spending hours and hours and hours thinking about what you would like to do, writing ideas in your notebook, but then not bringing them to life or marketing your offers, right? You're spending all this time thinking about your business, but you're not actually typing on your computer, inviting people to work with you, right? And taking those income producing activities. And so the biggest thing is you want to have a clear plan of action. You want to know exactly what are the things you need to be focusing on that are going to help you work smarter and not harder, right? Because the truth is that when you're a new stage entrepreneur, you really only need anywhere from five to 10 hours a week. And that's if you're really creating content and scheduling out content like for months in advance. You actually do not need all of that time because the first couple of months of your business, you're going to be focusing on visibility and letting people know that you have a business collaborating 
pitching yourself to podcasts, uh, hosting workshops to really showcase your expertise and becoming more visible, right? So number one rule of thumb for you to actually keep your business as something that is sustainable is having a plan of action, knowing exactly what your day-to-day schedule will look like for those five to 10 hours a week for your coaching business. And so really having that plan of action is going to help you feel like you know what you're doing, you're clear, you have a sense of direction, and it's going to help you not waste your time shaming yourself for what you don't have in your business yet, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is your mindset. Your mindset is so important. I would even go as far as saying it's 80% of you having a sustainable business, even 90% like of you having a sustainable business. Even millionaires that I have been in conversations with say this, right? So I can't emphasize enough how important your mindset is for you building and growing a sustainable coaching business. And so you can get to your first six figures, multiple six figures, and so on. And you might be thinking, okay, Liz, I'm not there yet. But even for your first couple thousand dollars in your coaching business, for your first couple of clients, your mindset is going to be so important. You want to work through removing all of the shame and to actually lean into being self-compassionate. Because as eldest daughters of immigrants, as first-gen individuals, and just people and humans in general, It is very often that because we all have grown up in this society and like there's so much doubt and fears and limitations and our employee mindset is so embedded in us that we're going to really, really have a difficult time unpacking and unlearning. And by difficult, I mean like it's just a matter of changing our perspective, right? But sometimes unpacking those ideas, believing something different can take us a little bit to catch up on and to start believing, right? So your mindset is going to be so important. The way you view yourself, the way that you take credit for the work that you've done, the knowledge that you already possess, feeling like you can help someone achieve a transformation and that you don't have to know an encyclopedia of research in order for you to help someone with a transformation, right? So a lot of the work is going to be in you removing the shame and staying stuck in a spiral of shame, and instead learning the mindset tools, supporting yourself through coaching yourself in your mindset, shifting those perspectives, those ideals, and being self-compassionate with yourself so that you actually are able to turn on that learning receptor in your brain that's going to allow for creativity, growth, and just really you taking action and coming into solution-oriented work. So mindset is going to be the second most important thing for you to actually have a sustainable coaching business. The third thing is mentorship. Mentorship is so freaking crucial. And this goes with any industry that you are a part of. Mentorship is going to help you really stay accountable. It's going to help you really identify the gaps And really have someone that's going to help you in holding your highest version of you to a standard for the moments in which you forget, right? For the moments in which you're not having a great mindset day and you are doubting if you're going to be able to make something happen in your business, mentorship and working with someone that sees you, hears you, and helps you feel safe enough to bring all of the shame that can come up from starting a coaching business or to growing and starting 
a business or anything that you want to start is going to be so important. And especially someone that you identify with and someone that has done the things that you want to do. And this is not from a place of being dependent, but this is from a place of working with someone and surrounding yourself with someone that's going to believe in you, that's going to let you feel safe to dream and to take action and that you can share your ideas and your goals with that actually gets excited for you versus putting limiting projections and thoughts into your mind on this journey that you're on. And so the fourth thing that you absolutely need to sustain your business is going to be community. Community is so important for you to sustain your coaching business and any business, right? Just having an environment of people, right? Setting yourself up with a community that are going to bring, help you bring light to maybe shame situations that can come up, right? If you're embarrassed of, I posted this on social media or I marketed myself. Maybe you had a potential client uh, conversation and maybe they said yes on the call and then they ended up ghosting you, quote unquote, right? Or like never following up. Or maybe somebody said, hey, your prices are just very expensive, quote unquote. When those moments come up where, como yo digo, right? Nos bajoneamos and we are like, dang, like, I know on a logical level, like, I know what I want to create, but this person just made this comment and it made me like second guess myself. That is when your community is going to be so important because when you're surrounded by a community that it's doing the same things, working towards the same goals as you, and I know you hear it all of the time, but it couldn't be more true. It's going to help you bring to light all of the things that are coming up for you that you feel embarrassed about, that you feel like you are making you really slow down in your coaching business, that are making you feel like afraid or making you avoid certain aspects, like looking at certain aspects in your business. What happens when you actually share these things that you're embarrassed about with people and a community that see you and they're doing things like you, it helps you, it helps remind you that you're not alone. It normalizes the shameful circumstances that you're experiencing because 100% of the time they have also experienced those shameful situations. Like I can't tell you enough how many there's been months in my business where it's a lower business month, right? And I'm I'm ashamed because it's something that I've had to normalize in my business that, you know, income can fluctuate. And so one month I can have a $60,000 launch for aligned coaching and then another month I am not launching, so it could look like a $2,000 month, right? And so sharing that with my peers removes the shame, right? Because shame lives in the darkness. And when you bring it to light, it loses its power. And so when you bring it to light, your friends can be compassionate, right? Your community can say, hey, I know you feel embarrassed because of this lower revenue month, but just so you know, I've had zero months, right? I've have, have, I've had months where I don't bring in any revenue. And that just makes you feel so much more neutral about what you're experiencing because then you no longer make it mean anything about you, your capabilities, or the sustainability and future of your business. And so I can't stress enough how important community is. And lastly, number five, the fifth thing is action, taking the action to implement all of these areas that I just talked about and really through a lens of identity work. 
taking action even in the days where you might feel like you are not feeling like your most confident self. I want you to actually take any action, even if it's not the most wild and best action, but even if it means you sharing how you're feeling with your coach, you telling your your community that you are embarrassed about X, Y, and Z, or you're afraid about X, Y, and Z, right? Just taking action from a lens of identity and bringing to light all of the doubts and fears and insecurities that are coming up for you and also doing it from a place of identity. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you want to start acting like the person that already has that sustainable business. And so this could look like you going to appear in your community or to your mentor and saying, hey, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling with. This is These have been my thoughts lately about my business. I'm feeling very doubtful and like I'm not capable. And if you're feeling that way or you're frustrated because maybe you haven't booked the clients or brought in the revenue that you want to bring into your business, then you share that with someone. And what you're doing is you are problem solving for your business. That is taking action from the highest version of you. That is taking action from the person that already has a sustainable business. You want to start thinking like the person that already has that sustainable business. You want to start feeling like them. You want to start acting like them before you actually get there. And that's what's going to help you overall keep, grow, start a sustainable coaching business, business in general. This is what's going to allow you to actually make your business sustainable. And so kind of to bring us back to this point of what if I start my business and I can't sustain it? I really hope that this episode provided you with context to what it actually means to have a sustainable business, right? What are the actual things that will help you maintain it and sustain it? And at the end of the day, no amount of strategy is going to help you in sustaining your business. All of the work that's going to help you sustain it is really these five things that you really want to focus on. And I hope that by me breaking them down today, it allowed you to visualize, hey, I feel a little bit safer to get started. I don't need to have all of the bells and whistles that I thought I needed to actually start and build something that's simple and sustainable that's going to support me not only to create more impact in the world, but to give me more of my time back and to also make a very good, decent living from, right? So that is what I had for you today. I hope that you take so much away from today's episode. It's one of the things that I really support my clients through, and it's what I can support you through inside of private coaching. Currently, I'm accepting clients for private coaching. If you know that you would love me to be your mentor for life and business, and you know that you want to explore starting your coaching business, or maybe you already have one, or a private practice, right? If you are already in entrepreneurship and you would love a like support from a mentor, a guide that's going to help you identify these gaps so that you can continue to build and grow a sustainable business to where you want it to be. I want to be that guide for you. I invite you to head over to the link in the show notes so that you can book a consultation call with me. This calls really to see where you are, to learn a little bit more about where you are and see how I can support you in transforming your current circumstances and your business and really the trajectory of your life. So go ahead and book a consultation call with me if you know that you would love me to be your mentor. 
This is for someone that is ready to transform the trajectory of their lives and their businesses. So book the call if you know you are serious and you have been ready desde ayer to make this deep transformation happen. I can't wait to be your coach and I will see you in the next episode. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Life with Liz. That is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí and I'll see you in the next episode.